It's time for Bourbon with Friends, the bourbon podcast that never takes itself too seriously. Pull up a chair, grab a glass, and remember, a bourbon with friends can change the world. Here we go. Hello and welcome again to another episode of Bourbon with Friends. Just as our guest is kind of exciting and a little bit random, we decided to have our show be exciting and a little bit random today too. So obviously, I'm Paul. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we're presented by Not For Long Media. Never gets new saying that. I don't know. Is it old? New? Yes. That's a, it's weird Never to say gets, still. Never. I don't know. New. And uh, huh. we have Alex, Whiskey Culture in Australia. She's still here putting up with us. This is like the last show I think she's going to be on with us. Sad days. Get it, guys. Save the yeah. best I'm going to miss you, Alex. We, You're so much better to look at than Paul. Shanda wasn't supposed to start until like next week. And we said, hey, Shanda, let's just do this because we have a very special guest with us today. She has been on the show before and helped us with the bourbon ball. And now is doing all kinds of cool shit. That everybody's like, oh, my God, it's crazy. And it's like, no, it's not. She's amazing. Jackie Zykin, what's up? <laughs> what's yeah. up? Hey, Jackie. Aww. Thanks, Connor. All You're Jackie, welcome. Jackie doesn't realize all we're just going to do is drink her whiskey and just ooh and awe ah about it. And we're not even going to okay. ask her questions. <laughs> that's fine. I can just sit here, you know, listen and that's fine. Y'all just go about your business. So, and that's great because yeah. I've got a lot of questions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Jackie, first off, thank you. Congratulations on all the, the big changes. It's been kind of fun being, you know, your friend for the last year or so because, you, you know, it's seeing a lot of things on the back end and, and stuff. And, and you helped us raise a lot of money for veterans at the bourbon ball a couple months ago for everyone that's listening, wondering, you know, what happened kind of like give everyone like your story on how this decision kind of came into play. I don't even know where to start because I mean, there's what you see from the public facing side of it, right. right. Which it probably seems like it came out of nowhere for most people. Like, here I am, like just leading an old forester tasting. And the next day it's like, bam, like all of a sudden, like she's not going to be there anymore. Um, so, but as any adult, or I don't even know if that's the right word to use for this, anyone who is, um, I don't know, at least like halfway trying to keep their shit together in adulthood, uh, you know, if you want to leave somewhere, you know, you don't just like up on a Tuesday and be like, that's it. I'm out. This is over with like. So yeah, of course, like I wanted to make sure to explore my options and I did um, for a while, actually. Uh, it just so happened that like, I mean, how honest do I want to be with this? As honest as possible? Yeah, it's better to be honest. Um, I put in my notice on the day that I did because that's the day at Brown Foreman that we get our bonus checks and I was waiting until that <laughs> check hit the bank. <laughs> it's like... You know, I've done, I've like, done that gonna, before. We're going to mail it to you. Like, it's fine. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm not compromising any of it because I knew I had a couple of different options. And the one that I chose to go with, I knew was going to be an incredibly large pay cut for take home pay immediately. But it was a great long term investment. And so I needed that bonus check to make sure that, you know, I could still like not move and sell my car and do all of those things. So, that was important to me. So I picked July 15th or sorry, June 15th. That's when our bonuses come out. 
And I gave a two week notice and I expected to be fired immediately because I was transparent about what I was going to be going and doing. And because I was going to be working with another brand, usually uh, the way that our policies go is that that's considered a competitor and uh, they cut off your access. Um, And for good reason, you know, Um, I get it, but uh, they asked me to stick around and um, finish it out. So I was like, I was excited for that. That's an awesome thing. Cause like that meant like another paycheck. Yay. Like this is great. Uh, it also meant like <laughs> shit that two weeks I was planning to have off. Like I don't have. And so now it's just like, like so you were, you were planning together. to get fired. Like you in the back of your mind, you're like, I'm just going to, they're going to toss me. Yeah. I had uh, prepared myself for that, um, for an immediate egress, if you will. Like I was ready for it. Um, I knew that it was a possibility because that's just, that's the company policy. Right. So, uh, but they did it. They were like, Nope, hang around, actually hang around a couple of days past when you were going to go. And uh, that way your benefits can continue on for an extra month. So that was nice. But now that month is over and I'm like, now it's starting to really set in right. Of like, Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. What have I done? What have (laughs) I done? What have I done? But it's okay. Tell us, tell us what you have done. Where are you now? Well, um, I gave up a position uh, as an employee to be in a position as an owner, um, which is exciting, right? That's a huge step. And uh, I have left sort of being exclusive to one brand to being an independent consultant that has access to do whatever I want with whomever I want, whenever I want. Uh, So the new project, uh, the first main one that I'm focusing on is Hidden Barn. That is a very small group. By that, I mean, comparatively speaking, like I came from a large global company to work on a team. of I'm one of four people, uh, which is a very big change. So, uh, But they're all people. We all get along. We're all great friends. So that's a bonus, right? But um, So my main role with Hidden Barn is that I am the master blender for that for that brand. So that is my main contribution. But like any small business, you wear a million hats at once, right? And so we all have to do a little bit of everything. Uh, but I am technically an independent consultant that is being compensated for my blending consulting. And half of that is monetary and half of that is equity. So there you go. Mm. There we go. That's, That's my new retirement it, plan. So. It's... <laughs> It's it's cool though, because, you know, when we've kind of talked offline as, you know, just Mm -hmm. like friends, right. I know that you, there's, there, there's nothing in, this isn't a knock on off old Forrester or any of the big brands, but the innovation is less to where you're at now. You can kind of, like you said, create at, at will now, like your creativity and everything that you've really wanted to aren't going to be under the constraints there. And that's good and bad, right? Like a consistent, Mm -hmm. amazing product and everything you did there was phenomenal. and. I'm not going to stop drinking old foresters because you left, right? Like, I don't think anybody else would, but it's cool to see that progression of where you had talked about at some point you wanted to have more creativity and say in the process. Mm-hmm. And now you're, you're living that. So from that aspect, that personal aspect, it's really kind of awesome to see. And I have to be honest with you, the fact that this has been sitting in my house for two fucking weeks, Jackie, yeah, yeah. I got to tell you, and I haven't taken one sip. You should give me a high five or something that <laughs> I have that much self-control to try this for the first I'm time. I'm impressed. Yeah. And kind of insulted. I'm not like, you want a compliment out of this. And I'm like, (laughs) what? Why didn't you drink? You know that that, you know, that when we have something new for the first time, we always do it on the show. And I didn't break, and I didn't break the rule, even though I, (laughs) 
I stared at it like this a few times. I like looked at it. I even took pictures. Connor sent pictures of me. He was just like, should we do it? And I was like, no, let's give the real reaction. No. So like, have you cracked the seal on it at all? Have you smelled it? Now I have. Just now. Okay. Yeah. So I have a a question about like (laughs) going from a huge corporate setting down Uh to a, a small business, especially staying in the same field. What are some things like you've been, you mentioned some of the scarier things like the money that's obvious, but what are some other yeah. things that like are, are uh, positives about it? Cause I, what I always tell people is there's no amount of money out there. That's worth like your happiness. Like if you're just happier, not to say you weren't happy at Brown Foreman, right? Old Forster. Um, but is there, are there any like positives that you take out of this, of making this, this change, you know, personally? Sure. I mean, so a couple of points on this, like, yeah, BF is a huge company, but like, I wasn't having meetings with 10,000 people at a time, right? Like we still have our kind of like small group marketing team is basically like what it was. And you have like a small amount of production you deal with, a small amount of people over here and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So um, the family has gotten a little bit smaller. If I can refer to my coworkers as like my family, it's basically what it feels like. Um there's a benefit to it in that decisions can be made more quickly because it's not as big of a boat to turn. Right. And, oh. but that's something that we haven't even begun to really get into yet because Nate and Matt and I are all coming from that mindset of these are the policies. This is what we do. This is who needs to sign off on what. And like, you just, your brain wires to function and survive in that kind of environment. You remove yourself from it and go into just like free range you keep catching yourself going like, Oh wait, no, like I'm, I'm saying no automatically and I don't have to, or like you, you kind of like get yourself in this groove of like, why shouldn't I, why shouldn't I, why shouldn't I? And now it's a total different phase of trying to shed that skin and just thinking, why should I, why should I, why should I, you know what I mean? Like you're thinking of it totally different. So it's very freeing in that, but that does everything in balance. It comes with a price because at Brown Foreman, if I made a mistake or was about to, I had a buffer system there. I had, right. you know, decades of experience cushioning me, keeping me from making those mistakes. I happen to be a person that kind of likes making mistakes, though. So, like, mm-hmm. c- careful what you wish for. I'm going to knock on it's a, it's just a, one. It's not a mistake. It's, a, <laughs> it's not a mistake. It's a happy accident. That's what it is. Sure. Yeah. That's yeah. You know, whatever you would call it, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it's, <laughs> it's something that I enjoy the challenge of trying to find the solutions. Whereas I didn't really right. have that luxury before because there was a lot to lose with a bigger company. And so, you know, they're very protective of making sure that things are super, super well thought out. And there's a template that you follow and everything else. Now it's just like, well, shit, I guess we're going to try this and uh, we're probably going to screw up quite a bit along the way. But as long as like, I think it's a great opportunity for anyone out there who wants to start their own business or start a brand or wants to get into the side of things. I'm happy to share every mistake I make through this journey. Hopefully it keeps you from making the same, but like there's shit that comes up left and right where you're like, damn, I didn't realize that shit, 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 shit. Like there's a lot of just shit, like <laughs> shit thoughts, but it's okay. Sure. I don't know. This is this way. <laughs> All right. I just like tried it. Uh oh. Oh my God. I'm right. So, can I ask the questions about the whiskey? So, mm. it's, I'm just going to drink it. So, go ahead. A small batch. <laughs> what yeah. size is small batch? Seven barrels. 
So when I say small, I mean small. small. Um, Yeah. We call that medium-sized distillery in Australia. (laughs) It's it's interesting because I'm going from batch sizes that were 100 at the smallest all the way up to, you know, 1,000. So it's inter- it's a totally different approach when it comes to composition because everything is going to show every single face that it has. Um, there's no hiding in the crowd with smaller batch blending. But the beauty of this brand concept is that it's meant to celebrate the differences. The goal in mind is totally different now with old folk. Sorry, the goal is always consistency, consistency, consistency. Make it taste the same, 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 same. Every single batch, all the time. With this, it's like, that's cool. Okay, as long as it's balanced, as long as it's quality, as long as the structure is good, let whatever flavor show up and hang out with it, you know. So it's just it's just a different culture, I think. I'm so nervous. Yeah, right now. A- no, why? Small <laughs> the boys are sitting there way. sipping on this and I have like no idea <laughs> what's right. going on. All right. So All right. I think Mash this field. is yeah, go oh, okay. No, you guys I- gotta talk about it. Do, or do you wanna do you wanna do your guess do you want, thing that do you, you want do? me to guess? Do you want me to guess? Go on, guess it. Because I know it. Yeah, All right, I, I, have to give, I have to give props on this one. This has this is actually complex to me. Like I, I the nose. Did you just th- use a big word. <laughs> bite my ass, Alex. <laughs> Jackie's like, oh, I like this fun. This is fun now. Uh, fun. Now it's a party. Okay, yeah. he likes it. He likes it. Yeah, of course. I does. actually really like it. <laughs> um, is it uh, higher, more weeded? It's nope. either more. It's either that, or it's like like really corn heavy. It is seventy percent corn. There's twenty percent rye in there, though. Yeah, I, I was I was gonna guess a higher rye, and but the thing is, is I get a lot of the barrel in it too. Like I get those really nice, like oaky flavors with it, and so I'm getting like the sweet and the spice, which is really really nice, right? You like sweet and spice and everything. Look, Jackie, like she's like I made a, bo- a bottle just after me of sweet spice and everything ice. Look at that. Oh, uh, and I'm then, confused and having a breakdown apparently. <laughs> Okay, you drink enough of this, you get dazed and confused too. So it's just it's perfect. But this is this is really good. I really like this. Um, I've had your one seventeen too. I actually think this might be better than what you did with one seventeen. It's very like grain forward. Am I allowed to say that? that? Can I say that? I don't want in trouble. Say whatever you want. It's your show, Uh, Connor. Yeah, it's got a lot of grain nuance to it, and so there's two parts that this is entirely entirely different beast than old forester um yeah because this is all pot still no yes, this, is the bit, this is the bit so, i wanted to talk about yeah fantastic. yeah hux is like let's get nerdy let's do the nerd stuff <laughs> so i may have missed it but how long was it uh age four i don't know oh this is four-year-old liquid okay so yeah. the grain is going to show through but the grain shows through differently than just the way that you think of grain showing through for a young whiskey yes um it's very, very different when you're doing nothing but pot still distillation and when you're doing everything at a lower range of proof points than you would when you're taking it off the column, super high, going into the barrel really high. And it's almost like you're diluting it before you even get to the oak. And then that oak is taking a completely different presence than it is for a situation like this. So although it is four to five-year-old in the blend, I'm going to put it that way, it's going to show that grain character because it hasn't been stripped out of it at any point, And that's on purpose. 
I think with bourbons anymore, with the movement of ageism about like, oh, the older, the better, the more expensive, right. the better, the oldier, ah, right. the better. This idea of tasting the actual grain profile becomes kind of like a negative thing to talk about, but it shouldn't be. That's part of the more beautiful elements of whiskey is that like every part of that process should be present to show you. Otherwise, why didn't you just throw a bunch of vodka in an oak barrel and call it a day, you know? So, yeah. I took, we talked I about a that last week with like, sorry. Go, go ahead. We talked about that last week with the grain profiles of like blue corn and yellow corn and mm. what it brings through. Um, and I think Australian whiskey is also really showing what uh, young pot stilled whiskey can do. Um, we've got two-year-olds being compared to 18, 20-year-olds all around the world at the moment. Um, it's climate and um, I really think that the pot still distillation brings up a grain forward spirit. Yeah, it does. So I put a little water in this, uh-huh. and I feel like the rye really came out. Like I got more of the spice, a lot more. The oak, the barrel flavor kind of went away, um, which I find a little funny in in that. But I, I mean, I like it. It's I get almost like it's like chocolate, cinnamon, um, like a little spicy kind of cinnamon. Uh, uh, a lot of those baking floral notes but that oak ha- gives it a little bit of that chocolate and it's got a full mouth to it like it's not it's not dry it really coats the mouth really well mm-hmm. um so yeah show's done good job jackie thanks no just kidding <laughs> <laughs> um this is no, definitely a pops. fuck yeah this is definitely a fuck yeah by the way it's definitely a fuck yeah absolutely oh yay this is very you guys good. need to have like a button for a sound effect for when you like announce something as being a fuck yeah like do you have the soundboard with you paul yeah <laughs> Well, play the play song. Oh, God. Oh, not that is one. that it? <laughs> Don't you have like a clapping one? Uh, I forgot which one it is. I just start playing all of them. And I think it might be this one. I don't know. Is that the clapping one? No, that's not a good one to play. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's not it. That's bad. Whoops. Idea. Um, oh, we got to get the on pot that. Stills? Pardon? What size are the pots? I don't know. This is a question for Royce. I get to play with it after it's been matured. So, Uh um, and it's kind of nice to have that dynamic too, because I feel like with old bow, I was kind of like, no, not that I don't want to, but know every single detail, know every piece of history, what happened in 1935 with old forester, what's going on with this? Like, where did this come from? And that's good to know, but like, I get to actually sit back and just enjoy the parts of it that speak to me because I've got this amazing mastermind who's up and coming in this industry to really, really rely on for all of that stuff. So it's awesome. And that means you guys have to do two podcasts with us because now you have to do a voice on the show. <laughs> well, tell us yeah, about okay. the team. Huh? Tell us, about the, tell us about the team. Yep. So it's uh, Nate Weininger and Matthew Dankner. They are both out of Colorado, out in Denver. They're part of the 5280 Whiskey Society out there. Nate was the founder of that group. Um, so that's kind of how I got to know them. Is just Really cool, guys. Stuff. Huh? Really cool guys. Really nice. Very cool guys. Yeah. Very good humans. Like ego negative. If that's even a term to apply to people anymore, like they just, they're just solid people. Like, um, and then the other partner is Royce Neely. And so the three of them had this already planned out and um, ready to go. I was a late joiner to the party because they didn't think that I would be interested in being a part of it in an official way. And 
I didn't think I was interested in that either. I was looking for another option that could kind of satiate my creative needs, but I was trying to go apples to apples. I was trying to find another big paycheck, another massive benefits package, another this, another that. I felt like I was going to take a step back if I didn't, but I just, this, this just felt right. And everything about it was just like, okay, like this is happening. And I don't regret it for a second. I love that mindset. Such a nice mind, especially nowadays, everyone is just like totally focused on like where the next paycheck is coming from consistency, but to make something truly great, you have to take that leap. Yeah. I think that's, I honestly think that's what you guys are doing here because it's like, to have this be your first release and i mean this is like a fuck yeah fuck yeah it is <laughs> i'm, I'm gonna need yeah. to go find oh, more of this oh well uh good luck there's not a whole lot of it around you um you know everything so jackie's is, like i hear jackie like oh good luck a lot it's real weird it's uh yeah it's it's different though like your approach to it when you're an owner of something where like with old forester i would just be like foreign samples for everyone like yeah take that bottle whatever and now i'm like don't open that sell that don't open that that needs to be sold (laughs) we need to make money like it's a totally different perspective and it's understandable because you're not putting out ten thousand barrels yeah yet yet i assume right (laughs) yeah far away from ten thousand barrels um yeah so this is the first release right it's Mm -hmm. it's it's small it's not very big i assume there's another release you're working on other things what can you kind of talk to us about the next kind of stages of this journey for you? Yeah. So um, it's, it's formatted in a little bit of a non-traditional way. So Hidden Barn is the brand, but we're releasing things in terms of series. So a series is sort of just inspired by one thing or other. So mm-hmm. this particular series is what we started with. And it's like whiskey made the hard way because every piece of this process has been the hard way of making it. Like the yeast that's being used in this particular product has been harvested in a bucket hung in the woods in Appalachia. Like it's like total surprise. Like you never know what you're going to get, but like you appreciate what it is. Um, so everything is a pain in the ass. Everything is hand labeled, <laughs> handwritten, hand bottled, hand done. And it's, it's just what it is. Um, but that just shows a labor of love. That's, that's something that you know, you can do things like that and go, well, shit, that was expensive to do, but you don't think of it in terms that like that when it's something you actually enjoy doing, the reward is the enjoyment of the process, right? Mm-hmm. So you'll see more releases out of this particular series. You'll see more small matches. They'll all be kind of different. They'll all be kind of the same size, give or take. You'll see some special releases coming out of this as well. Um, you'll see some finished products coming out of this as well. Oh yeah. There's all kinds of shit coming out before the end of this calendar year. Like we're like stacked, like ready to go. But what we also have prepared ourselves for is to not just say, okay, well we are exclusively this process. It's always going to be this. It's always going to be this proof point. It's always going to be this yeast. It's always going to be blah, 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 whatever. The bourbon world right now, as it exists, is such an amazing time. Like the, the whole category is ripe because Mm -hmm. at the very beginning of the boom, and people started taking interest. And then once, you know, a couple of years go by where they can get their, their ducks in a row and actually open up a facility to produce. And then you wait four or five years for it to actually be mature. That's, that is where we're at right now with a lot of these. There's all these tiny little small distilleries popping up that have really interesting products coming out that are very different 
but just no one really knew what they were going to have at the end of the maturity period until now, right? So we've got tons of options to go and collect and be inspired by different ways of doing things. So you'll see that come out. I mean, we can do whatever we want. We can do a rum next week if we want to do a rum. Like, sure. I don't think, you know, it'll sell as well, but like, whatever. Like, we'll, we'll do whatever. It's fine. But... Rum maker. <laughs> I don't know. I like rum personally, but Will it's Will you dress just... up as Captain Jack Sparrow? Is is that necessary? I think it's, I think when you drink it, it is. <laughs> That's what I always well... thought. I don't know, man. Maybe one day. I don't know. I don't know. Do it for charity. For now, we're kind of like just doing whatever. We're just bottling whatever we think is good and hoping that people actually pour it and drink it. Like, this is not meant to be like. Where are you guys distributing right now? So primary distribution is Kentucky and Colorado. And um, Colorado, the distributor is Liberation Distribution, LibDib. So with that also comes California and Florida, but I don't think we've allocated any products for those markets yet with this first batch anyways. There's more batches coming in the next couple of weeks. I'm in Florida. Send me some. Yep. So you can actually get shipping because we have sent a little bit of inventory to sealbox.com and they do direct shipping for like 20 something different states. So uh, if anyone out there isn't part of sealbox.com community, like, that's a great option to get it as well. Awesome. All right. I will be on the lookout. I want to get some. I'm very jealous. I don't have any to sip on. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> it's not your fault at all. <laughs> and Jackie, why didn't so you good. bring me any? You were just here in Australia. I brought some down. I brought some two. Also, I brought two of those sample bottles with me. I left one with the Airbnb host and one with Sam Clark, the tattoo artist that did my husband's tattoo. And that's where they went. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Next time you go to Australia, you can have Alex show you the all the Australian whiskey stuff. Alex, what part of Australia are you in? Um, well, I'm currently in Victoria, but based in Sydney. Okay. Um, the family farm, I suppose, where all the barley's growing, uh, is in Victoria. Um, and I'm on my way down to Tassie to actually go down and work uh, in the whiskey industry down there for a couple of weeks. Awesome. Uh, consulting to some distilleries. Awesome. Well, so next time I come to Australia, <laughs> I'll bring you some whiskey. <laughs> you never know. It could be like next week. You never know. <laughs> um, I have a fangirl question to ask you. Um, uh, I've followed you for a while and absolutely um, have been a big fan of Old Forester. Can you give some advice to how you started in your journey um, and what's the biggest biggest lesson you've learned working in the whiskey industry? Oh shit. That's a big question. Um, so okay, I was on many different paths before I kind of like found my footing. And I think the biggest change wasn't that I just like discovered whiskey one day and was like, Oh, I love whiskey. Now it's going to be whiskey and I'm going to do whiskey and whiskey is going to be in my life. Um, I really just shifted what I said yes and no to. And I started just following what this is so like, I don't know, heady to say this, but like whatever felt right. Um, there were, I just gravitated towards the people that I enjoyed spending time with and right. with products it's that always I, the people. Yeah. And products that I didn't feel like I had to do the used car salesman thing with, you know, things that you could just <laughs> genuinely share and be honest about and not like, how are we going to spin this so that it actually like, no, like just do a good job. And then you have nothing to spin. Like you just, 
freaking share it. So um, that's what led me to Old Forcer in the first place. And then following that same kind of North Star is what led me to doing this. I, uh, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't an easy decision, but that's not, that's mostly because of the payment discrepancy, right? The compensation discrepancy. And like, I think that, you know, a lot of us have that little like should monster, like you should be doing this and this is what success looks like. And this is what it's supposed to be and supposed to, supposed to, supposed to. And like, it, it will scare you shitless. And I say that in a very literal way, like, trust me, I did not have a fun week leading up to like putting in that resignation letter. I won't go into any more details than that, but like my stomach was a mess. (laughs) Um, it will I knew something was you. up, Jackie, when you text me, just randomly said, I need to get on your show, send an email to this person. I knew something was up because it was like, I think it was a day or two before I, it came out. And I didn't, and you noticed, so I didn't ask. I you know. I, 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 I wanted think to I know make you, sure that we lined something up just in case you wanted to be a part of it. I don't know. You could yeah, have been like, whatever, we're over you. Yeah, then, right. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm very intrigued. Like I keep, I'm not gonna lie. I keep going back to the nose and the taste. Like I just like, I let it sit, you know, I did the whole sit five minutes, re like cleanse the palate, go back. And now I'm getting like this stupid ass vanilla bomb, like on real on the nose. So I, I don't know what you're nervous about. Like, I mean, listen, yeah. Stupid come on. ass vanilla bomb. I stupid love ass vanilla bomb. <laughs> I'm, I'm we're going to actually... We're, we'll, we'll all have we'll have Connor because Connor's really good at writing this up, but we'll have him write it up with like the fuck yes and the stupid ass vanilla bombs and post it online. So it'll be perfect. like a, a perfect review. Perfect. Um, but Alex, I mean, back to like round out the rest of what you had asked. If there was the biggest learning that I took from any of it, it was that I it took me seven years to figure this out. And I mean. 10, 15 years, if you want to include like the whole, like start to finish, like from bar to brand, but it took me a very, very long time to allow myself to learn that my worth and what empowers me to actually bring that worth to the table has nothing to do with anything external whatsoever. That was always going to be there. I was being terrified. I would leave Brown Foreman and everything would dismantle. Everything would fall to shit. And that people would be like, oh, she's on some no name thing now. Like, we really don't care. And like, what was making me feel like I had value at Brown Foreman? Why? Because I was making good money. Why? Because like, I I had a corporate card that I could just swipe left and right. Like, because like, we had a whole like agency managing PR and like everything. You know what I mean? Like, what was it that made me feel any more valuable there? Security. Um, There was a sense of security. And that sense of security doesn't ever come from something outside of you ever, right. ever, ever, ever. Yep. That was my biggest learning. Cause I've just done that. So I'm freaking out too. It's okay. <laughs> so that's great advice. Thank you. Let I've it freak the big, out. The big job yes. and going out on my own. And yeah, no, I'm okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> you'll be, that's- you'll be just fine. If not more fine than ever. I mean, if you, <laughs> I won't get into like the fine tuned details of it, but I just, I know you'll be fine. You wouldn't have made the decision in the first place if you weren't going to be. And I'm sure you didn't just yeah. like, I had a shit day today. I'm going to quit. Like, no, no, no. You've no. probably like done the hamster wheel. You gave two weeks notice. I gave seven weeks notice. Oh God, that's a long seven weeks. Dude. Yeah. I, to exit, to exit out of the company um, as group general manager, I had to go Here's seven weeks. Like, let's discuss the end date. So, yeah, seven weeks is oh what my, my notice period. 
So when wow. everyone got told like 10 days before I was leaving, it was that huge, oh, my God, she's just chucked a tantrum thing and left. No, no, this has been a, a perfectly planned exit. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I completely, completely relate to what you were saying before. Yeah, it's a process. Yeah. Huge uh, process. And I'm kind of an energetic person. And actually, right now, the energies are that it's completely shifting right now. So what you guys have just done recently is falls perfectly in line with all of that. Um and I'm just going to throw myself in there with me now doing this as well. So it's it's kind of the whole thing. So yay, new starts. No, it's great. It's it's great, but it's it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. And like it going through a transition, it I feel for any other person ever who's ever left. I've always thought. Like, or I guess I haven't thought much into the whole process of it, but like, shit, when you're a single parent and the only person who's going to pay any of the bills in the house, like these things hit a little bit harder and these decisions are really, really heavy to make and effing terrifying, absolutely terrifying, but whatever. It was the worst that was going to happen. I was going to end up back behind a bar. Great. That sounds like a blast. Like whatever. (laughs) I might go do it now just for fun. Like who knows? Just randomly showing up bars. Hospitality. See, I don't know. Do whatever. Well, speaking I'll of that too, because that's how you got your start. What's your like kind of favorite and or go-to cocktail or one that even that you've created too? <sighs> so in the past seven years, had I like donated my body to science and gotten some kind of like horrific accident, they would have sliced me open and like literally <laughs> an old fashioned would have just like come out <laughs> like glass garnish and all like it just been that. Um, because I love an old fashioned, but it was also like the flagship drink of old forester. Right. And so now it's really, really interesting. I drink less than I ever have in my entire life. Now I don't want to open the bottles that I have because I, they, that's a sale. Like, I don't, I don't want to do these, the ones behind me, like, obviously not like one is for my mom and one is for the distributor for like a sampling thing we have, but it's a, it's different. I, I don't know. I, I used to drink a lot of tequila too back in the day because like that got my mind off of whiskey, but now it's just like, I don't know. I, uh, I have other things. I'm hands down a Tommy's to... margarita girl. <laughs> yeah. It's uh it's great. There's a lot of fun stuff out there. And like, I don't know, I've sorely, been disappointed by the non-alcoholic spirits out there. I'm just going to say that like, there's a lot of choices out there for non-alcoholic stuff. And like, I just still haven't found one that's got the viscosity that makes sense. Um, maybe I'll I'm be a hu- non-alcoholic. I'm a know. huge advocate of a Metamucil cocktail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> instead of, if, of using water, you put soda water in there and you get your fiber yeah. and it tastes good. Leave it yeah. I've never tried it. I'm Very not cool. judging you, Connor, at all. I think you that's be. great. <laughs> oh I think that's wonderful. Colon health is important. Okay? <laughs> it is. It really is. It have is. You thought about, so much have you thought about combining anyway. <laughs> kind of like what you're doing with this new project with like new cocktails or like kind of really letting that explore, you know? Yeah, of course, because I'm free to do whatever. Uh, I just spent my entire day working on cocktail strategy for another brand that I don't have ownership in. Um, but I'm free to pick up those projects now, which is great. That gives me a good outlet for that. Um, 
it's fun. It's great. It's extra money. Like it is what it is. But uh, as far as like Hidden Barn though, we're not at a price point that makes sense to try to pitch it for a cocktail menu. And we're catering to an audience that's whiskey enthusiast audience that I'm not a purist by any means, but I know that they're still out there. And so my job right now is to create a blend that sings on its own. If you want to put it in a cocktail, like that's you, like go for it. Totally cool. If you need suggestions, hit me up. Like I'm always happy to share, but I'm not going to advertise it. Um, it was, it was interesting because with Old Forester, as much as I was there as part of like a sensory panel to ensure that the product that hits the shelf is as good as it can be, I wasn't the sole. I, at the end of the day, I couldn't be like, stop the presses. Like, right. we have to start over. We are going to do this. Like, I didn't have that authority. And I never will um, if I continued in that role. No one ever does because it's a huge team. So... I finally have that. And I almost am like holding it more sacred of like what actually ends up in that bottle because it is my decisions and my decisions alone. Um, Mm. So I don't know. It's just interesting. Your name is on old Forrester, but it's still on the old Forrester name. Right. Wait, well, yeah. (laughs) You, you, but now like that the day I left, (laughs) (laughs) but you know what I'm saying, right? Like when you were making stuff there, that it was still behind that brand, right? So it was still mm-hmm. a little bit of cover, right? Now yeah. it's this is Jackie's Icons making this, and it, I I can understand you feeling the pressure. But on the flip side, there's got to be some part of you that's also feels kind of I don't want to put words, in it, but like blessed. I think be, by like I've seen so much stuff on 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 social media, and so many people like excited for you and and excited to try this, and like you know, we're super happy for you. And, and like, there's all this, that's got to make you though, feel like from that terror that also kind of mm-hmm. gives you that little bit of a hug around and saying, look, like people are in my corner that maybe I didn't realize how, were when I was at old Forester. Yeah. And, and now Absolutely. I have more courage to kind of go out and be a little bit more cutting edge or, you know, crazy, whatever you want to say. Yeah. I mean, you bring up a really valid point and I definitely have had moments like that every day since I have decided to leave or people coming out of the woodwork and like people that I interacted with once, like in 2015 that are like, Oh, this is awesome. I'm like, really? Like, Oh, okay, cool. Um, so it's been, it's, it's, it's a warm, fuzzy feeling and it is a nice hug. But before going into this, I had to have a really, really sincere conversation with myself of listen, no matter which way this goes, all I can do is my best. If people love it, they love it. If people hate it, they hate it. If people think I made a mistake, they think I made a mistake. But all that matters right now is what I think and what I'm doing with myself. And that sounds very selfish and egotistical, but it's not. So as not. much as I appreciate Welcome. Yeah, I no, no, not that. Like, <laughs> more that I very much appreciate and like have felt so much love in this process. But no part of that makes me do a better job. I'm already doing as good of a job as I can, if that makes sense. Like it doesn't like affect it at all. It just love and makes appreciation and people in your corner do something. And then I'll, then you have to kind of deliver, right? There's the support. And then there's, then, then you have to do the product that the support is almost, yeah. you know, that's where I think that drive from you comes in, right? Like what, what you're saying, you can have all the support in the world. Eventually, if the product doesn't match the support, it's not there. Obviously, right. the product matches support because it's a double fuck yeah. This might be the first double fuck yeah in the history of bourbon with friends. And that's not, not just lie. because Jackie's on the show, by the no. way. No, <laughs> no. At all. People should realize that we're honest. This shit's no. good. 
That's why she said yeah, she was nervous because she knew I would be real honest with her if I was like not a big fan. But I love this. Like, I'm not gonna lie, Jackie. Like, this is phenomenal. I'm really excited for what you're doing. I'm like, and I'm excited to see what you do moving forward because it's it's very like we did a blind tasting what two weeks ago, and I like Connor and I are nailing like the mash bill and what it is and everything. And then when when we when, I can tell a good spirit when you can't peg it completely. And I'm not a super expert, right? Like I'm not like Fred Minnick and some of these other people that can probably tell you everything that's in it. But I probably I think I know my stuff pretty well. And for to to for you to have a spirit that's complex to the point where I'm either like it's either or because I don't really know what it is, that tells me that you're doing a really good job and creating a really high quality product that at the end of the day, who gives a shit what's in it? It tastes amazing, right? Like it doesn't the mash bill to me doesn't mean as much. I know it means a lot in the grand scheme of it. But the taste and the quality and, and and the things that it's doing and how many times I'm going back to smell it and I'm leaving the glass now empty so I can get that fl- like that to me shows that you've done such an amazing job and I'm as as you know a friend as someone who's followed you for a long time I'm super proud of you and super like excited to see everything that comes from you going well, forward. Thank you. And I have to mention that like what's in that glass my hands did not make like I painted the picture but I didn't yeah. make the paint you know what I mean so like huge kudos to Royce for everything that he's doing out there and like he's like I don't know he's he's just getting started and this is how good it is like that's something to really keep in mind like that's incredible so yeah they're good people yeah I feel like we should ask questions to, to end it or if we're even coming to the end that aren't whiskey related, like, we should ask, we should not whiskey related. I don't, I, I have one, I have one all on the top of my head, but I don't know if you guys have any. There's only Colin one fiber health. supplement that I take and that's Metamucil. Okay. Um, do they sponsor this podcast? No. Like, oh, they they do do now. are you trying to get them to, because it's working. It's a ju- it's a whole thing, Jackie. <laughs> okay. Don't don't get uh, him on it. Connor, are you just trying to act older for my. If benefit? he if you don't stop, the next thing he's going to do is take <laughs> his shirt off and show his his, his <laughs> as he thinks ripped chiseled chest off as he's doing I online. You were about to not- say his metamucil tattoo. Like, and I would have died. <laughs> I would have Would be amazing. <laughs> Jackie, you just gave me an idea. You're welcome. Maybe we- Maybe in Scotland, Connor, where you can get a, when we all get tattoos, you can get a Metamucil tattoo. Oh my God. So, Connor, what's your question? You're on, you're on a deserted island. Just you. Perfect. You have, (laughs) you have, okay, not three drinks, three, three food items you can take. Your top three, no, no whiskey, food. Top three foods. You take them on a deserted island. It could be anything. Don't worry about cooking it. Logic's thrown out the window. What are you taking food-wise? Don't worry about cooking it. So, like, how long do I need to sustain on this island? You're, it, it just, this is not an easy or simple question. Just, like, if you want to say, like, ice cream sundaes, like, that's fine. Don't worry about freezing favorite, it or nothing. Yeah. Okay, favorite, so, like, it's completely unrealistic situation. Correct. Because, Correct. Like, yes. Do I want a melted ice cream sandwich? No, but I'm on a desert island. I don't know. Maybe okay, there's just, maybe maybe there's ice on the island. We don't know. Um. Yeah. Is there ice on the side? That the climate affects my food choices big time. Okay. How about this? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> give me an island, me, dude. Like, give me no, something. No. No. How about I just reword the question? 
Yeah. What are your fa- What are your three favorite foods? <laughs> Let's just stop the deserted <laughs> island. I was trying to make it a little bit interesting, but never mind. Three favorite foods. <sighs> I don't know, man. I eat a lot of shit, like, and a lot of different things. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I can tell you here. Can I? Can I give you an answer to a question you did not ask me? But I think this would be easier. <laughs> Sure. Okay. Uh, three things that I will not eat that I refuse okay. to eat because I will Perfect. eat all kinds of foods, but there are very specific things that like, I won't even sit in the room comfortably if it's in there. So like that, I can give you more secure answers. This is though. way, this sense? is way more exciting. Now. Is one shrimp? Cause I would agree with you. No, no. Shrimp yeah. is delicious. What's wrong with yeah. shrimp? Great. I eat so many I saw, shrimp. I, I saw a video reasoning. of the lo- no world's biggest here. shrimp. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> what? No, this is fine. He's 25, Jackie. He doesn't know who 36 Mafia oh, is. Oh, okay. Sorry. 36 Mafia. You city. Dude, I grew up on that. You're forgetting. I was the captain of my undefeated middle school basketball team, and we walked out to 36 Mafia. So Did you? Do you mean you're still yeah. growing up on it, though? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> okay, Connor, we're all growing all. all the time. We're all always growing, even if it's that's a fact, by the way. I was let her answer the question. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Draggy. Uh, truffles. Yo, I agree with you 100%. Oh my god, truffles are nauseating. Truffles are amazing. Oh no. no. So, Jackie, truffle last night, oil, truffle, anything? you don't just eat a truffle, but like no, you put truffle la- popcorn, truffle oil truffle is mass. so much. Fries so, are the oh, best. Oh, fuck oh, you. No. What's wrong with you? Went, went no. to an Italian wet, wet pizza place last night and they have their pepperoni pizza is fire, but they put truffle oil on it. And I literally I'm like, if you put truffle oil on a pizza and I smell it, I will throw the fucking pizza back into your kitchen. See, like it's so pungent. Like, oh. I <gasps> love Thank it. You. I can't truffle. do it. I can't yes. do truffle. Okay. All right. What's the next one? We're one for one. Goat cheese. I God don't do damn it, Jackie. Why are we are? This what? is why we're friends. Yes. Goat cheese goat sucks. Cheese. <laughs> goat cheese is the worst. All right. What's the last one? I don't know. I think that's it. I think that's just those two things. Well, we're two for two. I'm pretty sure we might have been separated at birth. We might be twins. We might be. We might. <laughs> That's crazy. I would pick any seafood. The bugs really? of the sea. Lobster, shrimp, and sushi. Get those out of my face. Same. I, I live in New England, anyway. by the way. I'm allergic. I live in New England. How are they going to so. survive in Scotland? I just have that question. <laughs> Don't worry. Oh. You're just going to be eating like potatoes eating and things potatoes. With no seasoning for them and not a lot of <laughs> I'm, ice. I'm Irish. I don't That's need seasoning. That's what you've got in store for you in Scotland. I need you I love when, you're on, when you're on Isla. I need you to have the oysters at Bamore. Deal. I will. Absolutely they not. They're so big. I'll they're do it. So you can big. video. I'd rather jump off the plane going to Isla. <laughs> put some whiskey oh in them. Just put some whiskey in them. That's how I learned to eat oysters, no. and now I love oysters. Just put some whiskey in the shell and slurp it down. Oh, uh, Jackie, see, so you thought this was going to be like a normal podcast. We weren't all no. drinking, and then just shit when it no. goes. Yeah, no. no, I knew better. I knew better going. Um, I knew you. And Connor, you need to have haggis. Yes, Jackie, yeah, you have haggis. Yeah, I last time when I was in Scotland, I had a really great haggis pizza like at the airport, and it was amaze balls. So yeah, yeah. I'm all for it. What and is if haggis? You don't get a fried Mars bar it's while like you're sheep over there? gut or something, isn't it? It's like stomach, <laughs> intestine, and liver chopped up in the lining of the stomach or something. I don't know. 
Yeah, like I'm down with like all like the quote unquote weird organs and things like that. Like it's just really pungent stuff. I have a sensitive palate. So, you know, <laughs> I eat like a five-year-old, like off of a kid's menu. All right. Here's a great question for everyone. Then we'll end the show. This goes to everybody. Everybody has to round robin. Oh, God, I'm scared. Eat something, anything in the world that uh, you have to have a reason behind it. What would it be? Alex, you go first. What? Ask the question again. You could eat anything in the world. I'll go first. If that makes it easier to give you a funny because and this could be really funny. It doesn't even have to be serious. But if you could say, I want to try something. I've never had it. It could be really weird and a weird animal or weird plant, a real weird food, whatever. This is anything that's edible in the whole world. What would it be? I'll go first. I'll make it easy. Manatee. Because anything named a sea cow has to be supple. Have you ever been around a manatee? Like I have, but it's called a sea cow. Come on. You you know it didn't like name it itself a sea cow. I don't care, like- but it's called a sea cow for a reason. The cow wasn't named a cow until somebody called it a cow. Do you so think you're going to be, be able to like wagyu like a manatee or something and like have it be like really man- good? Manatee, yeah, yeah. Oh, geez, that's so sad. They're so big, you could probably cut a little off the flank and it would just sew it up and be oh. all right. Oh my it's god, like, I would think it's like more flubber than like <laughs> yummy stuff. Yeah, just flubber. like yeah, right? Yeah, it would it's just either be that really or rattlesnake. It's either that or rattlesnake. Belly. <laughs> there you go. Yuck. Um, oh, I've been God. asked this question once before, um, and I had an answer, but I'm also on an American uh, podcast, which is probably not a good. <laughs> you should say um, it and then explain answer. it because then it'll be great. It'll be educational. Um, cool. oh, shit, here we go. An eagle. Get out of here. Because Get it's booter. a symbol of freedom. <laughs> like, you want to eat freedom. <laughs> booter. Okay, well, I'll eat freedom. I'm good at that. <laughs> Wait, what kind of eagle? There's a lot. There's a harp eagle. There's a golden eagle. There's a bald eagle. Oh my god! I don't know because I feel like anything I've ever intended to eat that made sense for me to eat, I have eaten. Like I don't know. Like there's nothing where I'm like, I wonder what that would taste like. Like no, like I've, I've got plenty of food options. Like I've never just been like staring upon something and been like, that might be good. You ever look at a hippo know. and be like, God damn, there's some good bacon in that shit. No, God damn, that's no, 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 absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I don't think so. There is something that I have never had that I'm curious to have, but this I've counts. heard that it's not so good, but it depends. Like, I also don't like one of like the things that most people do like. So I don't know. This whatever. counts. This counts. Um, okay. This counts. Yeah. Bear. I want to eat a bear. Yeah. I've been told that it's not the most tasty meat out there in the world, but like, I'm curious. I've also been told it's how it's prepared. Yeah. Just like everything, right? Like, have you had elk? Yes. Yes. I've had really shitty elk and really good elk. Yeah. I've had elk quite a bit. Um, But yeah, bear. I need bear. I think bear is is, is the answer there. I like Shanda. What about you? I'm going to be boring and traditional because I've never actually had it, but I can't, I've never really had any shellfish because I can't. So I would, well, that's, actually, that, but that's I would actually, actually love to have it. <laughs> that's actually a cute story. Like I can't have it, but I really want it. Yeah. yeah I've never had, I've never had lobster. I've never had oh. um, oysters. I've never Gross. had mussels. I've never had, um, what are those little, those little things? Um, Clams. Gallops. 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 Never had those. Scallops. 
Yeah, scallops. All right, easy, awesome I love girl. that. <laughs> I love that. You no, know, they used to feed lobsters to prisoners back in the day, right? Because they were yeah. considered bugs. And it was I considered cruel and unusual punishment. I mean, I can understand, like, just so you, you know, know, but everyone that likes lobsters make it so good now. I've only had shrimp. They'd and be like, not, no, and it didn't end well. Don't feed me. Don't feed me. <laughs> <laughs> Alex would be like, this is the worst prison. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my god Jackie, thank you for coming on the show again i'm sure hold this on be hey, the last hey time. Connor didn't answer. what about connor oh sorry i i don't know connor <laughs> talked a lot in circles and i he was just gonna say metamucil anyway so it's yeah, like, no, no, right. no 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 mine's gonna be short and sweet i would eat a cat uh. because fuck cats <laughs> what why cats now you can end the show there's the sound for the show <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, that's the best way to end just shockingly raw that's typical connor jackie tell everyone where they can find you find your new brand uh all that good shit yeah so um if you're curious about my musings um i am instagram heavy i guess so at jackie's icon all one word um follow hidden barn please and uh, keep up to date on stuff that's at hidden underscore barn um and then of course hiddenbarnwhiskey.com is going to give you all the information try to be as transparent as possible with everything that goes into that bottle. So if you taste it, you're like, this is weird. I have never tasted anything like this before. Bonus. That's great. But also hopefully that transparency helps you on your whiskey journey to learn kind of what these different production processes yield. So it'll be, it'll be good. It'll be good. Kentucky, Colorado, primarily sealbox.com. If you need shipment. We'll put all that in the show notes. And by the way, I want to say quickly, you met, you mentioned your husband, uh, a little earlier in the pot, in the podcast. Congratulations. You just got married. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. That's awesome. It is. Congratulations. Thank you. I quit my job. I started a company and I eloped all on the same day. So yeah, just, you know, being efficient. That's a day. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. I want to be done that a few times myself. No, oh don't, my God. don't do that to yourself. Jackie, thank you so much for joining us. And remember, thank a bourbon with friends can change the world. That's it for this episode of Bourbon with Friends. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, leave us a review to make it easier for others to find the show. You can also check us out on Instagram at BWF Podcast. Thanks for listening.